Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to my independence report, everybody. I've got a special, special treat for you today. I know I say that a lot, but this time I really mean it. Uh, we have Corio Kramer. She has been on the show before. She is a wonderful young lady who has done some remarkable things and is uh, at the at the tender age of I don't know what, but you're, she is changing her life and continuing her education to go do something really special. And that's what we're going to talk about today is uh, what she's doing to follow her passion and how that is translating into something that I think is going to be really, really, really big. And um, with that, I'd like to introduce Coriel. Coriel Kramer, how are you today, ma'am? I'm great, sir. How are you doing? I'm great, too. Great, too. I wanted to ask you, uh, right out of the box, uh, we we met um, a while back, and you, and you did a show. By the way, a lot of people have listened to that show, so I thank them for listening, and thank you for participating with that. And uh, you, are, you are a, a psychic. You are an animal communicator. Um, if I, I was to look at your resume or what's on your business card, what all would be there? Um, it would be a really long title. <laughs> but um, right now, because I, wore, I wear so many hats, you know, I'm an animal communicator. Like you said, I'm a psychic. I'm a healer. But what I call myself now is I call myself a passion cultivator. And that is really um, the umbrella for a title for what I do now, which is I am all about passion. I'm all about stoking the passion in people's lives. I'm all about stoking the passion in people's lives with their animals. Uh, And when I say passion, with the animals involved, it's got nothing to do with sex, of course. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about finding that deep love of, of connection between your animal, you and your animal and even enhancing it even more. Yes, it is possible to go even deeper, even more with your animal. But so now I'm, I consider myself a passion cultivator. I love that. That's the title that came to me as I was going through my certification process. And this, this now, now let me paint a picture for everyone because you're very successful, or you mm-hmm. were very successful at what you did. Uh, as it stood, mm-hmm. what motivated you to decide to get the certification to move into a really a different realm that that a lot of people don't really even know what it is. Right, and first off, I have to say that I am somebody who does things. Uh, changes you know I moved to New Mexico knowing only one person I love change I love embracing change and I think it enriches your life when you do you know so I you know changing my life and my title and everything I did might have been scary for a lot of people and yeah I was a little scary but basically I just embraced it but um, what it is is that 
I, the reason that I did it was because I was doing the animal communication, the healing work and the psychic work. And even though I loved it, it just felt like I was called to do something more. I just didn't know what that more was. I didn't know, you know, how I was going to expand on, on what I had already done. I mean, it just seems like I had taken that, you know, the psychic realm, the metaphysical realm. I mean, it just felt like I had taken that as far as I could possibly take it and twisted it and turned it in different ways. And I did the animal experience show and, and I love doing that, which, you know, it's got its own podcast and it's also um, on a Facebook page. And, and that's where I was bringing the, the, the world of, and the, the wisdom I learned from the animals to the world. But it just felt like it was so limited. And um, then what I did was I discovered through a very good friend of mine, I discovered the uh, erotic blueprints. And um, it ch they changed my life. They just changed my life. How I see myself, how I see this world, how I love this world, how I love myself. They've given me a passion for life that I could never, ever have found on my own. And it's, they've also worked to help deepen my relationship with my animals, who I already had a deep connection to, but I was able to go even deeper. But it just felt like I needed to change. I just didn't know where that change was. Um, it just felt like I was limiting myself with what I was doing. I had taken it as far as I, as I could have. So when you're talking about um, erotic, well, first of all, how did you find out about this class or this this certification? And because uh, it's a seven month grueling uh, program, isn't it? It's it's very challenging. Grueling, I wouldn't say it was grueling. It was very very challenging. It challenged me in ways that. I really haven't been challenged in, I think, since I went back in school, you know. Um, and how did I find them? I found them. I mean, my full story you'll find on my website. But which is? To make a really long story, which is my name, which is CorielKramer.com. Oh, very so, nice. See, we can, we can um, shamelessly but, plug on this show if you'd like. Absolutely. You can also, I mean, I, I, everything is under my name. My Instagram's under, under my name. Facebook's under my name. My email is mail at CorielKramer.com. You know, I make it really, really stupid easy to find me because uh, I like it like that. Um, but what happened was, was that I was in a very, very deep pit of sexual shame. I was ashamed about who I was on a very basic core natural level. And because of that, what happened was it, when I first found out who I was sexually, it, 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 it was actually really freeing. Meaning, you know, I finally was able to put a name to it to a certain extent, but I never felt like I knew right off the bat, I'm never going to be able to talk about this with another person. I'm not going to be able to share about it with another person, let alone talk about it on Facebook or social media or anything else like that there, because I was afraid it was going to ruin my reputation. And my reputation for me is very important. What I, I want people to, to trust in me and I want people to, 
um, to put their 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 faith in me. I that's what my my I believe what what my um, my career at the time was all about is faith and trust in me. So I felt like I was drowning. I kept it to myself as long as I possibly could. I shared about it with one other person in this world, and that one other person, you know, I didn't share the full the full spectrum of because I felt like I was too big. I was too much. It was, it was just too much. So I made it, my world became smaller and smaller and closer and closer and, and, and just darker and darker. And I just wasn't fully being who I, who I could be. And I felt like I was, I was kind of like a, um, a hypocrite because I was showing people and telling people, you know, you be who you be, you know, don't be ashamed of who you are. I'm posting about positivity and loving who you are, but I wasn't able to fully keep expressed to people who I was. And I had to keep that side of me closed off. So the blueprints, the erotic blueprints have given me the ability to speak uh, different vocabulary. They've given me the ability to um, know what uh, sensations and to appreciate sensations. They've given me the ability. It's not just about sex. It's about who you are at your very core. I mean, when you discover who you are and honor who that person is, no matter what, no matter what, and love that person, that's freedom. That's what I tell people. I tell people that I teach you, I show you how to be free because that's what we all deserve. Well, exactly. Now, now, is it because that we tend to segment and hide away our sexuality in, um, in, a, in a bit of a closet and stuff that we, that, that we don't, we're not able to be free with everything, that we hide that and we hide other stuff as well? Yeah, because we have a stigma about the fact that anything sexual, okay, anything that has the word F-C-X in it is bad or we put labels on it. It's naughty. And we naughty. put labels of stuff because we're, huh? It's naughty. I'm sorry? It's naughty. Yeah, it's naughty. Now, naughty. Naughty is not a bad word. I like the word naughty. But <laughs> what, what it is is that we put... We put shame on our sexuality because we were taught, and this has been going on for generations, okay? I mean, we've been taught that anything that happens outside the bedroom should stay in the bedroom. And uh, we are also taught at a very young age not to touch yourself, don't touch yourself, you'll go blind, you'll get hair on your palms, you you get cross-eyed, you know. You know, know, we teach. Just real you quick, just real quick, I have a story about that. When I was in eighth grade, I went to I went to a Lutheran school, and it was and they, um, oh they yeah I know, and they decided that they were going to have sex ed, and they but they didn't do that till the eighth grade. So they divided up the boys went to one classroom and the girls went to another classroom, and the guy that was in front of my class he kept on talking about abusing yourself. I had no earthly idea what the hell he was talking about. But he kept on saying, don't abuse yourself. It's bad to abuse yourself. And I said, well, what am I going to do? Hit myself in the head? I had no idea what he was talking about. I was a little sheltered back then. Um, but, but, but it's like, that, but that's what I mean. That's, that's, that's a story that we get told from a very early age, and it's very destructive. 
It is, because the sex education in this country is, I mean, I'm sorry, it's a joke. You know, there is none. If you have it at all, it's, it's usually by, you know, by somebody, taught by somebody who's stunted sexually themselves. So, you know, what's happening is, is that they're passing on this information, a lot of it false, you know, and the, it's, it's just, you know, detrimental because kids are, you know, we're trying to scare them not to have sex. You know, well, I got news for you. They're going to have sex anyway. And the more that we, we you know, make it a, a, a bad thing, the more they want it. You know, if we're up front, up straight, up front about it, you know, make it not such a taboo and make it and embrace it and just say, you know, this is a natural thing and talk about it. You know, we talk, we don't talk about it. We, you know, we're whispering about it. We don't, don't talk. Yes. You know, it's like, it, it's, there's nothing wrong about that. And then the word that, the, that you use, the abuse, don't abuse yourself. I mean, that's, that's scary itself. You know, what you got to do? I mean, like you said, you got to hit yourself on the side of the head, you know? Yeah, it, no idea what you're really talking about. It's really something this needs to change. It needs to change because we're starving ourselves. We're starving ourselves with shame and with guilt and you know we're keeping ourselves from being happy and i'd like to say i don't want to put my happy on hold i don't want to put that on hold anymore i want to be happy and i want to live in joy and i want to accept and love myself fully and completely and i cannot do that if i'm hiding who i am as an erotic sexual being yeah because because mr happy wants to be happy all the time Exactly. And Mrs. Happy, too. <laughs> Hadn't you know? never, never thought about Mrs. Happy. I, I'm just, uh, you know, when I, you know, us, us as guys, we, we get, we get uh, um, um, excited about Mr. Happy, but, from, oh. you know, anyway. Yes. Uh, but the happy, yes. So let's, let's talk about where did the uh, um, blueprints come from? Or is that... Is that something that you incorporate into your work now? And what, what exactly are they? Well, what they are is, yes, I do incorporate them in my work, and I'll, I'll let you know how I do that in a second. Um, what the blueprints are, are they are archetypes. They are five of them. It's kind of like the love languages are for, you know, uh, for your passion and all this kind of stuff, but they're, they're basically more geared towards your sexuality. And there's five of them. And, you know, they are, and they were brought about by a woman by the name of Jaya. And she's my mentor. She's the one that I, I've learned this from. And um, she's awesome. She's fantastic. And she's a, a sex goddess. And uh, she is this, incredible, brilliant, wonderful, amazing person who I've been blessed to get to know over the last few months that I've been doing this and being on her team for a little while. And the archetypes of the um, blueprints are as follows. And they, they all have a superpower too, which is really cool. So there's energetic, there's sensual, there's sexual, there's kinky, and then there's the shapeshifter. So, and then I came up with uh, the animal prints. 
and the animal prints are the the blueprints but for animals and those are slightly different those are energetic also there's energetic animals there are sensual animals the sexual animal is not that anymore for me for my animal prints they are called the direct and demanding one then there is the uh, kinky in in the uh, sorry in the blueprints are in animal prints the kinky is um, uh, the rule breaker, and then there's the shapeshifter. And the thing about the energetic, so starting off, just to give you an idea, so the energetic likes things like longings. They like anticipation. They like tease. They like space. You don't want to come at an energetic and just like shove your face. Hey, how you doing? It's, that's going to throw them off. Energetic people like to have their space. They like to have that, that, that distance. They get really happy when, they're, when that's being acknowledged. And their superpower is that they can, have, they can have orgasm with or without being touched. So distance, you know, you can work with distance if you want to put your hand, you know, over your, your arm and just feel the energy, rubbing your hands together first and then maybe pulling them apart. You could feel the energy in between your hands. That's like the, that's the energetic. The sensual is more just what they say. They, the, the sensual is about the senses. They like their senses aroused, the sight, taste, touch, feel, smell, sound. You know, they like that, that feeling. They get, uh, it gets erotic for them when their senses are acknowledged. Um, and their superpower is they can have, orgasms through, you know, just igniting one or more of the senses. Usually essential is somebody, if they eat like a strawberry or something, they're the ones that go, mm, or they're eating something good. Mm, they, like the, they love to make the sounds when they're, when, they're, uh, when they're eating. And then the sexual is basically what we consider, um, what we consider sex as. So full-on penetration, things like that there. But the sexual is, you know, is turned on by like things like nudity, orgasm, the sexual act. But, you know, their superpower is, you know, they have a very high sex, sex drive. They love sex. They're fast and easy to get aroused. Um, and that's, they're, they're, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, they just love sex. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Then the kinky. So the kinky is... Anything, now here's the thing, the, the thing about kinky is it is a massive subject because the kinky is basically anything that you think is taboo or the word you used before, Kevin, naughty. Anything you think is naughty or taboo is considered kinky, which means it's massive subject. There's psychological kink, there's sensual kink, there's, uh, there's, there's um, uh, all different kinds of kink. There's fetishes, there's all different kinds of kink, and it's massive. And their superpower is they are endlessly creative people, okay? They think up stuff like, they're like the MacGyver of the blueprints, okay? They'll think up stuff to, to do and how to do it and, you know, using like a pair of chopsticks and a rubber band, okay? I mean, they could come up with kinky stuff with that. And then the shapeshifter is a basically a combination of all of the, 
the other blueprints. They want all of it. More, more, more. They just, they just want more. You know, that's what they're all about. They want everything. And they get turned on by all the things that the other blueprints get turned on by. So that's essentially what that's all about. I'm still stuck on the chopsticks and the rubber band is a sexual tool. Um, <laughs> that's, I'm trying, trying to work my head around that just a little bit. Uh, well, I'm taking a kinky class now with uh, this kink master, and he's awesome. His name is Orpheus Black, and he is, he is he, he's the MacGyver, okay, of kink. And um, I'm taking his class, and I'm, uh, I'm almost done with it. And, you know, he showed us how to do something with chopsticks and a pair of rubber bands that, ooh, if you want to, <laughs> message me later, and I'll tell you how to do it, what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay well you know uh, perhaps that would be a good conversation to have um but so you did all of this you did the seven months of of intensive work and you've learned about the blueprints and stuff how are you going to apply that in people's lives day to day i love talking about this okay so what I did was when I was, I went to an event in Colorado um, in October and I was asking myself the same question. At that time, I was like, you know something, I'd really like to do the blueprints. I'd really like to take this course, especially because this is going to be the last, this was the last year that Jaya was actually going to teach it. From now on, it's just straight videos, but this was her teaching her, you know, doing classes with her live. So I really wanted to be a part of this. And I was driving back from Colorado and I was asking myself the same damn question. How the hell am I going to do this? Especially with animals, because, you know, I don't want people thinking I'm into any kind of weird stuff with animals or anything else like that, like that there. And how am I going to explain it to people? And, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I heard a voice in my head. Usually my, this is my guide saying trust. And I said, okay, so I'll trust. And I got quiet and I started driving again and I had to, all of a sudden I had an epiphany and I had to pull over to the side of the road because it was so big. My hands were shaking and I realized how I was going to incorporate it, how it fit almost seamlessly into what I already do. So what I do is um, I am going to show people first and foremost, because I am a psychic uh, I am really good at using my intuition. And I know that when I use my intuition for, and I let my intuition lead me in my life, my life is happier. So because I want people to get out of the head around sex, because that's all that it is, is that, you know, it's always coming from our head, our head, our head. This is bad. This is wrong. This is awful. What I want to do is I'm going to show people how to first and foremost hone their natural ability of intuition. Once I hone that ability in you and I get you to the point where you are an intuitive guru, okay, which I can do in about a week's time, I can do this in a week, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to then show you how to apply the blueprints using your intuition and not your head I'm taking your head out of it because your head is going to tell you you're wrong, you're bad, you're disgusting, you're ugly, you're, you're terrible, you're a freak, you know? And 
I want to bypass that and I'm going to be able to because I'm going to tap you into your intuition. You're going to use your intuition in order to feed your blueprint, in order to speak your blueprint, in order to nourish your blueprint, in order to heal your blueprint, in order to heal sexual shame, in order to heal any kind of physical dysfunctionality that's going on, in order to, you know, get yourself into a more happier, healthier headspace. And then I'm also working with like professional people where I'm going to help them, where they are supporting what I do. And I'll be able to send my people to them um, to help with their hormones, to help with uh, the, and find and get their hormones tested and find out if there's anything that they, they need to do for, to, you know, support their hormone health. And, you know, it's just, it's, it just boggles my mind. So that's what I'm going to do for people. And then with the animal prints, the animal prints I'm going to be able to, not only do I bring that into when I do my session packages now with animals, you know, because I touch on them and I nourish them. Um, I nourish their, I find out what their blueprint is because for the animals, it's more tied to their personality. It's not tied to them sexually. It's tied to their personality. So if I'm able to really talk and feed and hear and see and nourish their personality, it makes their session even more intense, even more deeper. They open up even more to me because I'm acknowledging them, I'm hearing them, I'm listening to them. More than any other animal communicator, even myself, could have done seven months ago. So they are a way for me to get deeper into and help your animal but also they are a way for you, me, to teach you how to deepen your connection with your animal. So it's essentially doing what I already do, but it's bringing what I already do to the next level. And it's bringing passion and joy and happiness and connection to the world, which is what I believe my life purpose is. So how do you get people... To open up, especially if, if somebody has got like a special kink that they that that they do or contemplate doing, but they're but they're a little ashamed about that. How do you get bring that out of them? Well, I think the it's pretty much the way that it was when I was just doing my straight psychic work. The people who I resonate with are the people who are going to find me. They're going to, I'm going to, they're going to read what, what's on my, just like before, they're going to read what's on my website. They're going to read what I'm posting on Facebook and Instagram. They're going to read all this stuff. And something about me is going to resonate with their soul. And that's the people that I want. I want my soul clients. I want people to understand that I'm here to help them. And they're going to know it on a very intuitive, wink, wink, knowing level, you know, and if somebody has a kink, I, I'm not judging you. As long as you're not, as long as it's not hurting an animal and it's not hurting a kid, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I'm good. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to, because we've been judged enough. People have been judged enough. And as somebody who is a, sh a shapeshifter, which I am, but I started off as a kinky. I was very kinky. I still am very kinky, but um, I was ashamed of it. I know that shame. I know that darkness. I know 
what that's like to feel bad about what you need. But when you're able to, you know, be with somebody like me who will see you, who will hear you, who will listen to you, who will acknowledge you, who will make you feel seen, then that in a non-judgmental way, we're good. You know, it's, 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 it feeds your soul when somebody acknowledges you, all of you, not just like a little bit of any big part of you, but the whole package. So I think people will come to me. I want the people who, you know, want to be free, who want to, you know, help others be free. Cause I'll teach you, you know, I'll, I'll teach you how to do, how to, you know, feed your partner, how to feed your, the people in your lives. You know, not, again, this is more than just sex. It's about, it's about really and truly honoring another being, including yourself, at their core. All of it. So when you're able to talk to the person, like the sensual like certain words, the uh, energetic like certain words, the kinky like certain words, the shapeshifter like certain words, the sexual like certain words. And if you can learn that language and those touches, and because each one's got a different touch too. I mean, energetic is, is not the same as the sensual touch. It's just not. It's totally, completely different. But if you can learn that and feed that and give that to the next, the person that you care about or the people that you care about in your lives, if you can talk to them on a very basic core level, that's going to change your, all your relationships, not just the sexual, all of them. Now, I know that, um, and we've talked about this, you are not a sex therapist. I want to make that clear to everybody that's listening that you, you, you're not a sex therapist, but you do work with couples. How do you work with couples to help them through the issues that they have? Because everything seems to, at least a lot of times, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of times things stem from their intimate physical relationships and move outward from there. How do you help people understand the, the archetype that they are and to be able to communicate better their needs to each other? Um, I, so what I do is I work through um, about nine to ten weeks. Uh, let's say ten weeks. You work with me for about ten weeks right now for three months three months or six months or a year. That's my packages. So what happens is, is that, let's take the three months. So what happens is, is that we start off with learning. Um, you, t you take a quiz and you find out what your blueprints are, what the percentages are, what's the highest ones, what's the lowest ones. And then um, I hone, we hone your intuition so that, that you get really comfortable with using your intuition. And then I take you through eight more weeks, nine more weeks of us finding out each, your blueprint first and then your, your partner's blueprint. I like, working with, I like working with all the people, but I like working with couples because it gives the most benefit as opposed to just one person in a relationship that wants to work with me and the other one doesn't. I could do that. But it's more beneficial if we can get everybody together speaking the same language at the same time, as opposed to, you know, then we have to, you know, 
it, it's like driving with like two wheels. It's better. You could do it. It's a hot mess, but you could do it. <laughs> it's better if you have four wheels on the car. So um, then I take them through and I show them how to speak the blueprints, what words to use in order to get your turn on, um, and to f- how that, those words feed your soul and feed your partner's soul. And then I teach you how to, um, to touch in the different ways. There are different touches. There are all different kinds of touches. And once you learn that, then you start feeding yourself and nourishing yourself. And then we can go into, uh, so we go into speaking, we go into touch, we go into uh, healing the shadows, if there are any shadows. The shadows are usually, um, if you're in, you could be in a shadow in, um, in a blueprint or that's, that's high in your, in your, um, uh, in your percentage. Like, for example, I was kinky when I first came, when I first took the, uh, the blueprint quiz. And what happened was, was that, but I was, but I was in shame because I wasn't sharing my kinky. I wasn't honor. I was feeding her, but I wasn't, I call her, her, I was feeding her, but I wasn't really, I was keeping her more in the shadow. I was keeping her as the dirty little secret. So you can be in a, you know, you could be in ener- high in an energy, high in an energetic um, percentage, but you could be like an energetic shadow. So, or, or the same for the sensual, the sexual, the kinky, the shapeshifter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start healing you on a very core basic level. And while we do that, we're also healing your partner at the same time. So both of you, we're showing you how to interact with yourself. As the weeks go on, we're showing you, I'm showing you more and more how you can interact, how you can be, and how you can deepen your relationship with each other, how you can be even more who you truly are. And then you're, 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 it's almost like you guys are rediscovering each other. You know, it's almost like you're, you're rediscovering the person you've been with for the last 10 years because you haven't been feeding each other like you should. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's really it's really easy. And uh, I suppose I'm not speaking for everybody, but I'm speaking for a few that after you've been around somebody for a while and you get used to uh, their basic moves and stuff, it, it, you get uh, you can get tired of, of, of that. And, and that causes you to either stray or you pull yourself away. And uh, you don't necessarily continue to explore each other in a, in a positive way. You kind of help people do that, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. And, and you know, what it also is is that it's more than that. It's, it's, like, it's like you learn. You don't – it doesn't have – it's not rocket science, okay? It's just basic – things of, you know, touching in a certain way. And if you haven't been, if you haven't been allowing yourself to, or you even know what you like, it's really, it's, it's not even boring anymore. It's just, it's starving yourself and you're not even knowing that you're starving yourself because it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's like, you know, if you're not even, 
able, you, it's like you flip a switch. All of a sudden you realize you're an energetic and you get touched in an energetic way and it's like a switch has been flipped on and you're like, holy crap, this is what I've been looking for and I didn't know I was looking for it. <laughs> didn't you know, know I was lost, I mean, yeah. If we can, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about is, is that if you're, you don't even know that you're in a dark room until the light switch comes on, then you're like, holy crap, I'm, wow, this room is a lot bigger than I thought it was. This is, I thought it was in the kitchen, and actually I'm in the bedroom, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's interesting because in our culture, I don't know how it is in other cultures because I've never been there, but in our culture, it's, especially if you were brought up, you know, Catholic or Lutheran or something like that, sex is bad. Don't do it. It's something you should not do until one day when you walk down this aisle and uh, you and and you're committed to somebody and you get married, then all of the sudden you're supposed to turn a lifetime of this bad, don't do it, to everything is okay. How do you switch get that switch to turn on to where they can get rid of that shame that they've been carrying around forever and then realize that it's okay now? That's where um, one of the modules that I do that I teach is healing the shadows, and that's where that comes in. Um, but if you take – okay, so let's, let's try something right now. Let's all just try something. So we're going to try a sensual touch, okay? And what you're going to do is you're going to take your arm, all right, and you're going to take your, your hand, and you're going to start at your wrist. So grab your wrist like, and contour the hand – to the wrist, not tight, we're not doing kinky, okay? Just contour, gently contour your hand to your wrist. And then slowly draw that hand up your arm. Contouring to the entire body, to the entire arm, until you get to your shoulder. That's a sensual touch. Now, some people, Okay, we'll find that highly erotic. And that switch will be turned on just like that, just from one touch. Then there are other people that, you know, it's not going to do anything for because they might not be so high in the sensual. That's okay. That's all right. But here's another touch. So what you're going to do is you can take that same arm. You're going to take that same hand. And what I want you to do is I want you to just lightly, very lightly with your fingertips, almost just touching the hairs only. Draw your fingers up, just touching the hairs on your arm. All the way up. Just notice. How does that feel? Where do you feel that in your body? And that's the light energetic touch. And... You know, it's just as simple as that. Learning how to touch yourself, how to touch your partner, how to touch your, your kids in a sweet, gentle, non-sexual way. But if you're touching somebody, touch is a, is a huge part of our society as people. We're tactile. We like to touch. Kids like to take touch and put things in their mouths, and that's how they, they learn. You know, we're tactile. If we don't do with, if we don't have touch, we're, we feel like we're, 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 we're 
cut off from a huge sense. But just learning that will help you to how to touch yourself, how to touch your partner, will teach you and will begin your journey in a powerful way for you to learn how to make yourself happy. And, and to make yourself happy in not, not just sexual terms, but, and that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to talk to you is that what you're doing, even, even though at one, and there, there's sexual aspects to it, but it's also about living your passion. It's about finding out who you really are so that you can live your life fully and completely in all phases, right? Exactly, and that's why I call myself a passion cultivator. It's about bringing passion back into your life, that fire, that, ign- that ignition that makes you feel like you want to get up every single morning and just live your life and just be excited about it. You know, you deserve nothing less than to be happy. And we are so trained to put our happiness on the shelf. We're so trained to not to detach from what we feel in our bodies because anything we feel below the belt, that's just too weird. You know, we can't do that, but no, no, no. You know, I mean, I knew and I was, I was able to, you know, do some really incredible work for myself as I was going through this, this certification um, for the erotic blueprints. And I realized that, when I was a child, I was very, very sexual. And what I mean by that is, is that I wasn't, you know, I mean, I just loved being naked when I was a kid. I loved running around naked. And, and I also loved playing doctor. And I loved, I was really good at it, actually. Why didn't but you grow I, up in my neighborhood? I, I, That's what I, I, I want to know. <laughs> funny. So <laughs> I, I was a very sexual child. <laughs> and what what I came to the and I had forgotten about that. I was probably about oh god, I was almost done with the with with uh, the module. I was close to module like six or something, and this epiphany came in that I was very very sexual, and I had forgotten that. I had put that in a closet so deep and so dark that I had even for totally and completely spaced all that out. In fact, for a long time, I couldn't remember anything that happened to me from age two to age 13. I didn't remember any of my childhood. Now it's starting to come back a little bit more and a little bit more. But that sexuality, that, that, that feeling of shame, you know, that came with it. Um, and I was able to heal that. But by just acknowledging that part of me who was, I was able to incorporate her into who I am now. And, and there's also some really powerful work that I really want to get into with this stuff. I mean, this, the erotic blueprints is just, they blow my mind with how big they are. But there's something called personas. And personas are powerful tools. <clears throat> Basically, a persona is just what it says. It's a, it's a part of, of you that you have either shut down or a part of you that you haven't shut down that you want to bring out, okay? So there could be a kinky persona. There could be a sexual persona. There could be an energetic persona. There could be a shapeshifter persona. There could be an energetic shapeshifter. There could be an energetic sexual. There could, the, the personas are all different people. And 
what it is, is that when you acknowledge that, when that persona comes out, that part of you, especially the part of that part of you that's been hidden, that the freedom in that is so totally and completely incredible. I brought out my sexual uh, persona during a uh, uh, May event that we did on Zoom. And when I brought, his name is Joe, and I brought Joe out full, full, I, I, my voice changed, my mannerisms changed, the way I was dressing changed. I had a mustache. I painted on a mustache. I didn't grow one. Um, <laughs> but he, it was like, I, in that moment that I was able to show Joe to the world, that healed my sexual, like nothing else ever could within seconds. I felt like I was honoring my sexual. He was being seen. He was being heard. He was being acknowledged. He was being told he was, you know, by the people on the, the call, he was being told that he's, he's super hot, sexy as hell. This and, and it was all feeding Joe. It was all feeding this part of me. And when, I, when you do that, you don't, you, it heals the shame around it. You don't have it anymore. I am a sexual person. And I, I, I don't care anymore. I mean, I'm a, a shapeshifter, but I'm a sexual person. Okay, and it's like I, I own that now. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not holding it. I'm not whispering about it. Oh, I'm a sexual person. I'm not, you know, it's, he's not in the closet. My sexual is not in the closet. He's out. She's out fully and completely. And with, I'm telling you, within seconds, I felt this part of me being nourished and loved and cherished and hugged and acknowledged and it just felt free in seconds i was free that's really cool that's really cool because that 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 leads to freedom in in all areas of your life doesn't it Mm mm-hmm absolutely 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 100 percent, without a doubt because I don't, I mean, I look, I'm not, I'm not talking about, unless this is your thing, you know, if it's your thing, no judgment. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, strutting through Home Depot, you know, like, um, you know, coming on to every Tom, Dick and Harry or Harriet, if that's your thing. I'm, you know, I'm not doing, I'm not talking about that. It's not about that. It's about, you know, just, if I want to dress sexually, I dress sexually, and I don't care. I'm honoring that part of me. If I want to dress in a, in a more energetic fashion with, with looser-fitting clothes, maybe. If I want to dress in sensual outfits, I'll dress in with sensual um, feeling, you know, like material and stuff. I'll do that. It's all honoring who I am, the different facets, because just like a jewel, just like a diamond, Every single being on this planet has facets of themselves. And each of those facets shine light and reflect light if you allow them to touch the light and not keep them in the dark. You shine like a diamond. See, we are a whole lot more... Yeah, that, no, that's, that's, that's really good. We are a whole lot more complex than we're willing to admit most of the time. 
we dumbify ourselves up and we simplify ourselves up. And that doesn't mean, you know, simplifying is not always necessarily a bad thing. But we're, I am a shapeshifter, okay? And I realized that I'm a shapeshifter very early on, okay? And it made so much sense. It answers questions. I can answer questions for you. Why do you act the way you act? Why do you like to do things the way that you like to do them? For example, I always felt like I had to hold myself down sexually. I was too big. I was too much. I wanted too much. I always felt like I was toning myself down to make my, uh, my partner, whoever I was with, feel less intimidated. I felt like I had to push myself down. I shape-shifted into whatever they needed me to be. But I didn't, in doing that, I wasn't, it, it's okay to do that, but it's okay if, as long as you feed yourself as a shapeshifter. But if you just do that all the time because you want to fit in, because you don't want somebody to feel intimidated by your bigness, that's holding yourself back. And that's, that's limiting yourself. So it became a shadow. I was in shapeshifter shadow before I even knew what the hell the shapeshifter was. You know, I realized it. And then, you know, the, the, um, the whole point to, you know, the, the shapeshifter is to just allow yourself to be and to explode. And to, there's not enough. It's never enough. And that's okay. It's okay to have that freedom, you know. And it's okay to be who you're supposed to be, who you're feeling called to be. I can show you how to do that. These blueprints will show you how to do that. And it's also about, you know, understanding and, and feeling alive, getting this aliveness in your, in your life like you've never had before. And just bringing this, this desire and this embracing it and just saying, this is who I am and I'm making no apologies for it. I don't care. I'm happy. And that's all that matters. And I'm making my, my partner or my partner happy if you're poly, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, Spring. it's it's interesting that, that um, well, first of all, let's talk about, um, uh, we're talking with Coriel Kramer, and she has a website, which is CorielKramer.com, right? That's it. And you can get a hold of her and talk to her about all that. See, what I want to do is I want to meet somebody. Um, I'm currently single. I want to meet somebody, and then I'm going to send them to you to open up, and then you send them back to me. How about how about we we do that? Uh, so that, so th I think you got a little dumb. In yeah, so you can get get rid of all the all that crap that they got that they've been carrying around for fifty years, and now we can now we can start all over again and start fresh. By the way, um, we've got a gal on the line who's a good friend of yours, but I wanted to bring her in so that she could validate who you are. And uh, Anne, are you with us? Did you go off mute? I'm right here. Uh, so tell me about uh, this Miss Kramer lady. He is unbelievable so i've known coriel it's like six or seven years now right it's a while yep. and what i've yep. seen so and i've been listening and man just i'm so excited to hear how powerfully um coriel you are framing what you're bringing to the world it's um oh, I mean, it's 
sun choking up. It's really beautiful and amazing. But the thing about working with Coriel is, yes, the blueprints are amazing and powerful. And she's a psychic. She's intuitive. And she already has spent years communicating with animals. And to me, the experience of hanging out with Coriel is that she's a soul communicator. Like, that's what she does. That's what she brings. And, yes, she's got all these tools. But, man, when she listens, she hears you. She knows who you are, and then she reflects it back so you can know, too. And um, you asked a question earlier about, like, how is it that Coriel would help you sort of bust through shame? My experience of Coriel is she lives a life of openness and truth, and that gives permission. Like if you have something you've got shame around and you talk to Coriel around it, she just brings mm-hmm. this light of truth and love to it that makes it so you can see that part of yourself in the same way. She's just unbelievably powerful. She's an empath. And um, I feel like all the time she's spent with the animals, like what she's doing, she was, you guys were talking about like she's changing what she's doing. I don't see that at all. I feel like she's just amping it up. And what she's doing is, like, we're human animals, and she's going to help us get in touch with our best selves, which is actually our animal selves, like our bodies. Our bodies don't lie. They don't have shame. They don't care. They just like what they like. It's just our heads that get in the way. And um, you just embody that level of truth, Coriel. You just are. Thank you, love. I appreciate you. You're a gift. Yeah, she. Well, you know, it's not often that you have uh, good friends like that. That, uh, but Anne, it's you know, she is. In my experience of Coriel, tell me if I'm wrong. Is I think that she's number one. She's a hell of a psychic. She she really has. And I can say this about some that I've met, but she really has her heart in the right place. She's interested in helping humanity grow and become who they really can be. And that this is you're right. This is just an extension more so of what she was doing and just makes it a little bit deeper and a little bit uh a little bit better wouldn't you say anybody it's about helping people remember who they are with tons of love and compassion so they could maybe dare to show the person they love who they are and it just mm-hmm. deepens everything when you can do that. Or I should say the being they love. Because this is true of people and animals as well. If we could show up like really openly and honestly and really see them without a lot of stories. And we've got these extra tools of like, oh, you react to the world this way usually. Okay, I'm going to approach you that way. Just, um, she's so passionate about creating those connections. She always has been. Well, that's 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 just awesome. So, what do you what do you say, Coriel? What do you got to say about Anne? Anne, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anne, uh, I don't. There are not enough words, even with the blueprint vocabulary. There just aren't enough words. If it wasn't for Anne, um, I wouldn't have gone to the path to passion event where I had that life changing uh, that that was the event in Colorado and if it wasn't for her I wouldn't have gone she was my first uh, person who I knew uh, 
did the blueprints, and she was a, a beautiful example, and I was able to see her go. I was able, I was gifted to, to get to know Anne before she was a blueprint coach, and I was able to see her transformation and what she went through and, and how she came out the other side, and she was so alive. It was such a gift, uh, and she has been a constant gift in my life, uh, supporting, loving, uh, helping me, you know, talking me down off the ledge when I get a little freaked out <laughs> over <laughs> how big thing is. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's just incredible. She's incredible. Thank she's you. Just a, a and I just want to say, like, person. this is this is what this work creates is that we can have people in our lives who actually know, yeah. like, you know, you were talking about the diamond and the facets. I think that's so beautiful, and what this work does, like, when we can acknowledge who they are sexually, the way that you, Coriel, are putting this out, it means that I can have multiple people in my life who see all of me and love all of me. Yes. Yes. Which makes... Including yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's that's just awesome. I missed that last (laughs) No, including... And she said including yourself. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and you can, you can see, you can hear in this conversation, like what Coriel and I are to each other in friendship has been deepened so much by this knowledge because we, we just have a lot of language for, like, how to show up for each other. And um, I just, I cannot wait, Coriel, for the people you touch to be transformed. Neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> well ladies it's 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 been a pleasure to have you both on the on the show and and you both are doing this together and i think it's going to be it's going to be awesome and uh i just applaud uh coriel that you are the human that you are and you're after trying to help people live lives a little bit more authentically and a little bit better and and uh to step into their own power that's that's why i wanted to have you back on the show waited seven whole months for you to come back and see us yeah. So I'm glad you, you did. did. You were very. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. So am I. And... I'm glad I didn't give up. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Well, you're just you're just at the beginning of something great, and I applaud you. And by the way, can you do this work with somebody who's not physically in the room? Yes. Very good question. Just like. Um, well, with the time of being in COVID, you know, we're all having to social distance. But, yes, all of my calls are going to be through video Zoom or, you know, phone calls that people don't want to do video chatting. But uh, that way, But that way I feed them on a very visual level as well because I'll be right there with them on the video chat. So yes, that's how I do all my all my calls. Long distance can in I, person doesn't matter. Yeah. Can yeah. I just jump in really quick? So one thing is because Coriel is so powerfully intuitive and psychic, like time and uh, distance and space don't like none of that matters. So it all conveys really well online. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, could you guys please spell out Coriel's name and the website name so people can find you? Uh, uh, that was my job, but go ahead. So- you- Okay, so it's my first name, which is C O R 
Y-E-L-L-E, Corey L, and then Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R.com. And you can find me Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, my website, email is mail, M-A-I-L, at CoreyLKramer.com. You can also go to My Independence Report, and you can see her picture. And you can listen to this podcast in its entirety. It's absolutely free. And you can uh, uh, like us or, or follow us, and, uh, and that, would be, that would be great fun if you wanted to do that. Ladies, it's been an awesome uh, hour for you and for me, and I would like to uh, give both of you, since, Anne, you're, you're very gifted. You need to come on and do a show yourself, my dear. I would be delighted to do that. I have a whole different take on it than Coriel does. But, um, yes, I'd love to. That would be great. And it was a beautiful show. I love how you are showcasing Coriel. So, yes. Absolutely. So before we go, I want each of you to be able to tell our audience from your heart um, something special that you would like to tell the world. Hmm. Start with Anne. You go first, Anne. Okay, this came out of a session with a client today. You, what you want, everything you want is so much closer than you can possibly imagine. And if you spent even half the amount of time and energy, let me, let me, uh, you spent a lot of time arguing for your own limitations and telling yourself why you can't do things. If you spent even half the amount of time and energy that you do on that, arguing for your own awesomeness and your own power, it will transform your life. Thank you. From I can't to absolutely I can, and here's how, and I'm going to tell you how. (laughs) And and Coriel? Just be happy. Just be passionate. Be you. Be be as big as you want. Be as as much as you want. Be who you want. And don't make apologies for it. And if you need help, if you need to know how to do that, if you need guidance, on how to do that, if you want to know how to, you know, love your animals in a deeper way, if you want to know how to love yourself in a deeper way, if you want to know how to love the people in this world in a deeper way, then get in touch with me because I'm going to show you how to do it, and I'm happy to do it. And spell your first name again. Somebody didn't get catch that. They were writing it down. First name, C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E. Kramer with a K. Very cool, very cool. It's been great having you both on the show, and uh, and I really appreciate. And by the, by the way, Anne, that, that message that you were giving was also for me. So I appreciate that message very much. I uh, thank you for it. It was, it was for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was for all of us and and uh according to you know the uh great apostle paul mccartney just let it be 
And uh, with that, I hope you guys have a wonderful afternoon. It's been great to talk to you. And uh, we're going to see you next time right here on My Independence Report. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other is all we've got. See you next time on my independence report.